Hello, everybody. Good morning. Good morning. How is everyone today? Doing all right. All right. Everybody else just kind of waking up? <laughs> I'm muted, so. <laughs> oh, there you go. There you just go. Just so you don't hear uh, dogs barking and, you know. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I have that in my house, too. I understand. <laughs> Well, we are getting super excited for you guys to be here on Thursday. Um, All kinds of fun things in the works planning for you all. It's going to be a good time. Lots of good learning, and uh, we're uh, hoping that the weather next weekend is as beautiful as it was this past weekend. So for those of you who um, are going to be able to go to Glacier Park with us, that will be fun, too. Margaret Joy, sorry I'm late. Hello, Margaret. How are you? I'm good. Hello, everyone. Good. So, Margaret just um, <laughs> made her commitment and booked her ticket. She's going to be here with us on Thursday. She just got it done. And uh, um, I just want to acknowledge you for that because it's it's so important, you know, when you're we're, – like we've known about this retreat coming up um, for a while. And, um, uh, and when you – you know, take a look at what was the process that uh, that you personally went through or are still currently going through, because Thursday is not here yet, right, um, in order to um, attend this. And, um, and again, never from a good, bad, right, or wrong, right? It just is what it is. And so the good news is, is to kind of take a look at it and see, because I'll guarantee you the process that you went through with this is probably a process that's showing up in other areas for you as well around this thing called money. Um, and a lot of it uh, is probably not even overly um, conscious if you're struggling with it. Um, and so the question is, you know, what what results are you getting from this kind of a process and does that work for you or not? And, and, um, and it's oftentimes not something that you need to throw the whole baby out with the bathwater. It's um, it's more of a, hmm, I wonder if I just tweaked this piece, how um, things might show up different or turn out different. Um, so if you're, you know, if you're still on the fence of whether or not to be here with us on Thursday, I'm going to highly recommend that you, uh, even if it sounds like a really rational reason why you won't be here, <laughs> I'm going to highly recommend that um, uh, you just kind of check in on that and see um, if uh, pulling out all the stops and making sure that you join us on Thursday is a good uh, good decision for you or not. Because uh, we're going through lots of different things um, that uh, I just can't teach you on the phone in an hour, right? Even when we do our, our one-on-one stuff. So we're, this is... Uh, Lots of um, um, good stuff that we'll be able to unpack and get you set up, not only for the rest of 2014, but also into 2015. So I'm, uh, it'll be fun. I'm excited about it. And for those of you that are already booked in and you're prepared and you're ready to get here, um, congratulations, because um, we have lots of good things in store for you. Christy has been planning meals, and we've been... Um, We've got goodies and presents and all kinds of fun stuff for you. So we're we're excited about you being here. Um, 
Okay, so for this month, our calls are basically the retreat. And so for those of you who aren't able to be with us this month, we are going to do um, our best to record the sessions and provide them for you in the private Facebook group um, so that you'll be able to uh, listen to the training pieces. And uh, Austin will try and, you know, add out the exercise times um, so you're not just listening to dead air <laughs> for those periods of time. But um, uh, And we'll try and get that posted for you right away because part of what we're going to do um, today, uh, I want you to bring with you on Thursday. and Or if you're listening to the recordings, you'll want to have that with you as you're listening to the recordings. And then in November when we're doing our private one-on-one um, calls, we'll be... Um, uh, wrapping, I'll be pulling it all together for you. So this it's, it's basically a system, if you will, of taking that thing that you do, whether it's a service, whether it's a product, whether it's a program, and um, helping you to actually put that together in a really um, uh, tight package that you're confident in your pricing, you're confident in your method of delivery, you know how um, everything builds on itself for the life of your client, um, and um, and it's a, a process that I know when I went through it the first time was extremely helpful in helping me get really clear on what it is that I do and why I do things the way that I do. Because so often, as entrepreneurs, we are so good at our craft, if you will, that um, we just intuitively do a lot of things. And when you can unpack the why and the how and the reason that you do it that way, um, it really helps you to be able to market better. It helps you to be able to deliver better. And um, and when you can do that, then your clients um, receive really good results as well because it's not uh, it's not too much for them to unpack. Um, okay, so. For those of you who will be with us on Thursday and Friday, I just want you to just begin to mentally prepare what it is that you hope to achieve in these two days. And I know that um, you don't know all the details of our agenda and what we're going to cover and all that kind of good stuff. But um, So I want you just to begin to think about what your intention is um, as we go into these two days so that... Um, all the things that you will be learning during those two days are um, couched in that intention for you and your company and um, and where you're taking that. Okay. All right. So before we get too far down the road, does anybody have any wins they want to share from the last month since we were together? I signed up a new client. It's Devorah. <clears throat> Hello, Devorah. Good for you. Congratulations. <laughs> Way to go, Deborah. That's awesome. That Margaret? Yes, I'm so excited for you. Thank you. <laughs> that I got a full-time person, a full-paying person? Woohoo! Good job. Because <laughs> I know that makes a really big difference in uh, workflow. Yeah. Good feel. Anybody else? I have a Find up anybody new, but I feel like I am breaking through blocks and barriers and patterns like crazy, and I feel like they're like all you, you threw out the term 
throwing out the baby with the bath water, but I feel like a whole bunch of patterns are becoming very, very clear. So I feel like they're kind of circling the drain, and every time I think about them, they get tighter and crisper and more understood. So while I haven't broken oh, yeah. the fruit, uh, I feel like I'm on the verge. That's fabulous. Um, and, I, and I think that that's something that we always want to be paying attention to as well, is it's not just the on-the-ground results, but it's also the internal shifts that are going on um, because that piece, just like this money management piece, um, it, they're all foundational kinds of things that we continue to grow through no matter what phase of business that we're at. And I know that we've all heard this before that, you know, the results that you have today are um, an indication of your thinking or an indication of your behavior or an indication of um, your knowledge. And all of those um, parts and pieces come together. And so in order to uh, go to a next step or in order to um, develop a new even a new product or um, bringing on a new staff member or working with a new client, everything shifts when you every time you take a new step. And so being aware um, helps you to be in the driver's seat of all of those shifts. That's great, Margaret. Thanks for sharing that with us. Anybody else? Uh, I will share real quick. This is Sabrina. I have been working through big piles of doo-doo and learning a lot and growing and it's not showing up yet in the balance in my account, my uh, dollar signs, but I know it will and I'm working through a lot of stuff that's huge. So I know it's going to be big. The results will be what I want them to be. Perfect. I think... um, uh, one of the things that I've noticed with a lot of you, and Sabrina, this I think has been true for you, is once we had some really solid, real numbers to look at, um, it became very clear what the next steps um, need to be. Maybe not exactly what the steps are as far as um, um, what you're up to for um, um, you know, what what program you'll do or what clients you'll look at or those kinds of things. But very clear steps on um, where the point of action needs to be. In other words, um, you know, do I need to be looking at team? Do I need to be looking at pricing? Do I need to be looking at my systems? Um, and I think that uh, all of you, um, it's been fun to watch even from the time you made the commitment to join the program, is um, things started to shift. And part of those shifts um, were a result of awareness. And I think, um, well, not I think, I know, for a lot of um, entrepreneurs, we just get going doing what we do, right? Because we're passionate about it and we love it and we we um, enjoy working with our clients uh, and then the reality of all the parts and pieces of running a sustainable, successful, long-term business um, kind of pop up. And we need to 
um, learn how to step into that functionality, which is part of what the CEO program is about, is kind of bringing awareness and highlighting those areas where we need to pay attention. And having good solid numbers is a first piece of it. But then, not just having the numbers, but looking at them and working with them and grappling with them in order to um, have that informing what your next step is and what your um, what your best next step is, because there's you know there's lots of things that we can do, right? We can stay busy all the time, but getting clear on what the next best step for you is is really really important. So thanks for sharing that. Anybody else? Hi Sue, this is Ricardo. Hey Ricardo, how are you? Good, good. Um, well, let's see. I guess it's been a we missed last call, the last one, but uh, but yeah, we Trista Trista starting her group program today, and and as of today, she does have um, she was able to get um, uh, one full paying person um, for the program. She also has her two discounted people for people that were previous students, and then she's got another two other students that are doing a really good barter thing. So she's really happy. She wanted five people, and she has five people, and it's a big help, and so that's been really good. And uh, and I guess I would say that, I don't know, I was really low on cash about three weeks ago, and I put up, I did like a campaign to sell my correspondence course that I have um, that are just kind of like sitting in boxes, and I put that out to my list, and um, I did a series of like four four emails to each of my lists, and uh, I think I sold about 25 courses. So that was a big help. And that was only only $100 each, but it was a big help to just kind of get us through. So um, right, so those are my that's like, fabulous. I yeah. think that um, those info products are uh, definitely a piece to um, to think about. And and I think Ricardo, one of the things that as you were saying is that. I thought about is we all probably have something somewhere that um, is very marketable. We just don't think about it right. because maybe it's something we did a long time ago or maybe it's something that, um, you know, we think it's second nature and so right. everybody knows it. But um, um, I think that uh, it's my hat's off to you for finding those parts and pieces that you can continue to work with and resurrect in new and different ways. Yeah, well, the other thing that was really exciting for me was that I noticed um, I found a, a company that is a you know a web a web company that lets you host videos, audio files, and PDFs, and you can and it's an e-commerce site, so you could basically up, upload whatever course course you want, and you could. I think they take like four percent. Uh, for the, of the total sale, but if your if your product is digital, you wouldn't you wouldn't have to touch any. There'd be no fulfillment on your end. They would just buy it and pay for it, and you would just get money in your account. And all you'd have to do is promote it. And I was like, I, I can do that. So, so you know, <laughs> that's even better than the fulfilling my my physical courses, which I have to mail, which still is a pain. But um, so anyway, if anybody's interested, let me know on the. I can tell you what the website is and uh, in the group. So. Might That'd be, be awesome. Maybe you could post that in the Facebook group. I will. I actually, I will do that. Yeah, good for you. Good for you. Yeah. And good for you for thinking outside of the box to continue to look for ways to use what you already have in place. Um, yeah. And that's, you know, part of what we're going to do today 
is um, the homework that I'll give you is um, to think through all of those things because we'll be looking at, you know, how does it fit into this whole picture of what it is that you do um, and how you deliver it, to whom you deliver it, and in what ways you deliver it right. so that we can um, build that out into um, a nice system for each of you to understand how all of these things come together and then how that flows into making your business um, sustainable and, and helps your client come through um, the process with you. Right. All right. Good, good. All right. Anybody else? Did anybody um, listen to the training I did on September 22nd? The four ways to avoid becoming a commodity. I know, Michelle, you were with us that night. I was. Yeah. So uh, yeah. in that evening, um, what I was talking about is, you know, how to begin to think about pricing so that you don't um, you don't become a commodity. In other words, you don't want to be that old model of um, charging by the hour for the work that you do and um, and having your income being trading time for money. Um, and actually, Monica, we'll, we're going to walk through this with you in the retreat because I've got some really good ideas for you in this um, in this process. But basically, the night was um, four tips, and I know that the recording's out there somewhere. Um, pretty sure Austin had it posted, or there was an email that came out with a link that you could still go and listen to it. Um, but basically, the four points were to to not be in competition. So getting really clear on what makes you unique and what you do, right? Um, and that, and again, our homework is going to help us with that. Um, when you're visiting with people and as you're positioning yourself to let people know that you're an expert in what you do. Like there's a reason that what you do is what you do. It's because you like it, you have passion around it, you've spent time of your life learning about it, implementing it, sharing it with others, um, and all of those parts and pieces are what specialize you in the work that you do. And you want to share that with people. And then also um, thinking about your fees and how that fits in, and, and, um, and we'll go through that in the one-on-one -on -one process. And then making collecting a testimonials a habit. Um, so that, you know, as you're visiting with people, if you hear um, uh, something that they're happy about or that they get excited about when they're working with you, um, what the accomplishments are that they're having, that you simply um, keep a log of those things and ask, ask those people if you could share that kind of information for the purpose of inspiring others. Uh, because social proof is such a huge thing these days. And... Um, and we just want to make sure that we're always collecting that kind of information um, to be able to share with others. And I think if you keep that intention, that because you never know what it is that someone will hear or someone will read. And of course, in a testimonial, you're always using your client's own language, right? They're using their own words. Because you want other clients just like them, right? You want people who have had really good experiences with you and um, 
and those testimonials are a big help in attracting more of those kinds of clients. Um, okay. So today what we're going to work with is a little bit more of that concept of getting really clear on the value you provide so that you can truly get paid what you're worth. And, you know, this commodity piece is so often people will say, well, you know, my competition charges this or um, the market will bear that or, you know, I want to be earning X amount of money and uh, and you forget to add in all the hours that it's going to take to actually create or deliver or manage um, or handle the administration of that thing that you do and now all of a sudden that hourly rate that you were looking for gets cut in half or gets cut in a quarter because you didn't build in all the parts and pieces that it truly takes to make that whole concept fly out to the end user. Does that make sense? Yep. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Um, and so we want to be able to unpack it. And the place that we start is by getting clear um, about the value. And I know for me, um, one of the things that was really important to me was making sure that the value that I provided was was, was over and above. Like I, I just want to make sure that everybody gets more than enough, right? Well, what was happening for me is that I was over-delivering on everything. In other words, I was giving people too much. Um, and part of it was because I hadn't completely unpacked all the steps and all the parts and pieces in what I do. What happens when you give people too much, um, it overwhelms them. And when people are overwhelmed, they don't take action, right? Because it's, it's, they don't know what to do because they just have too much to think about. Um, and then the other side of it was I was giving people all of this amazing value, but I wasn't getting paid for that value because by the time I unpacked all the parts and pieces to put it out into the world, I was, <laughs> was making very little for the value of the content that I was providing. And what that leads to is either you burn out or you become resentful because you're you're working this hard and you're providing this amazing value out in the world, but you're not getting compensated for it. And then you can look around and see that other people are getting really well compensated for their widget or their service, and um, and it just it makes you shake your head. At least that's what, what I did. So I had to learn to chunk it down into small bite-sized pieces and to understand that a concept or a service or a product is enough. You don't have to give people the whole enchilada right up front. Um, even though you know that in order for a client to get the full value of everything that you can offer them, they do need the whole enchilada. It's important to be able to chunk it down into little pieces so that um, people can truly grab on, digest, and implement um, what you've what you've shared with them, and that way they can get better results, right? And then on on your side or on my side, it was now when you chunk it down and you can price it out based on your year, what you want your year to look like, how many hours you want to work, what kind of lifestyle you want to live, all those parts and pieces come into play 
when you're looking at the value that you have. Um, and so that's what um, what we want to pull apart um, in your marketing. We want to pull it apart in your uh, financial planning. We want to pull it apart in how you want your day-to-day to look like. Instead of working 24-7 and having an expectation that um, – um, that your income will represent that. Okay, does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, definitely. Okay. So um, I know Austin posted out in a Facebook group um, this handout, and in the handout, um, basically what it is is you're looking for um, thirty things that your clients get as a result of working with you. And what's critical is that you do not stop filling that form out until you have 30 things. And some of you may experience um, what I did the first time I did that was, you know, I came up with the first 10 pretty fast. (laughs) But then it was, okay, now what does it... Now you have to take it to that next level. You have to take it to, you know, the the pulling it apart, chunking it down, all of the places that you make a difference for your client. Um, You want to think about it not just from the service that you're providing or the product that you're providing or the experience that you're providing, but you want to think about it all the way into um, what is the impact that that has on them in every area right? How does that show up for them? Once they have worked with you or they've experienced your services, um, what is it that happens for them? And um, and 30 is a lot when you sit down and, and uh, unpack it. But it's, what's critical is that you completely fill that out until it's done. So it might take you a day or two, um, it might take you a week. It might take you working with a couple clients and going, oh, oh, they get this too, or oh, they get that too. And it, it's that level of awareness of you getting really clear of all of the benefits that your mm-hmm. clients have as a result of working with you. Okay? I, I did that, so it was, I loved doing that, actually. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, good. It's, um, um, I know by the time I had um, completed it and filled it all out that um, it, I was amazed, actually. It gave me a lot of um, confidence that, in yes, I do truly bring a ton of value to my clients when they work with me. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the first step is I want you to fill out those 30 things. And then the second step is I want you to make a list of all of the things that you're delivering and how you're delivering it. So these are all the ways that you're making money. So this can be services that you're offering. It can be programs that you're offering, um, products that you're offering. And then under each one of those, what is your method of delivery today? And um, what is it that you're charging today? Can I ask a question, Sue? Yep. So 
I'm in, as you know, a bunch of us are in Shanda's program, so I feel like all I'm doing is what she tells me to do, right? So all I'm doing is private coaching and then building towards doing a group program. Mm -hmm. So so that's okay. And and what and so part of the process, Devora, is is getting clear on what you're doing. And then what we're going to do is we're going to be unpacking the bandwidth required to do what you're doing. And by bandwidth I mean um is it your time? Is it your time plus an assistance time? Is it um, your time plus an assistant plus an employee's time? You know, what does it what does it look like to deliver what you're doing? And then what is the maximum that you can um, create based on that? And this is where we come back to putting your whole life in there, right? Because um, because you know, those of you who are parents know. All of a sudden, a school event shows up, and now you've got to go here. Or um, uh, taking care of yourself is a priority as well, you know, uh, where you build in the time to go to the gym um, or go for a walk. Um, and, and so balancing this whole picture um, from your business perspective, but then we're going to take one more step with it because your business is but a piece, right? It's but a piece of your life financially. It's but a piece of your life um, uh, for your time and your energy. And so how does – one of the things that um, we're going to unpack more in the retreat is in this whole picture of developing wealth in your life, your business is a piece. It might be the main piece, but it might not be. And so, you know, if you're looking at your, your balance sheet and saying, well, I don't have any investments, well, you do. <laughs> this business is a big one. And even though it may not be showing up in the numbers that you're looking for in your balance sheet, it's a huge piece of what you're doing to create that long-term big picture when it comes to wealth development for you. And so just like we put the bookkeeping in place so you could truly understand your numbers better and get a handle on cash flow and where your money's going, the other piece, the other main report in bookkeeping is the balance sheet. And this, we're going to start to begin to work with that balance sheet piece and how your business plays a part in that. Um, so, Devorah, to go back to your question is, this is why I want you to get really clear on what it is that you're doing and why and how. So when we look into 2015 and we create this financial plan, the ultimate question is, is it really taking you where you want to go in your life as a whole? Mm-hmm. Okay. Because our businesses, um, you know, there's three, three, three reasons to run a business. One is you're building an asset. So something that you can sell when you're done, right? And if you're doing that, that means that we need to have systems in place, we need to have layers of people in place, and we need to have your accounting in place to show what's the business and what's just for you as your own personal, um, how you like to run your business. Or if your business is not an asset, maybe it's just a little cash machine for you. It's You're not building something to sell, you're doing something that's extremely lucrative to throw cash off for you because then you're going to take that cash 
and learn how to put that money to work for you so that um, eventually you don't need to be generating cash anymore from a very um, hands-on or active process, which is what a business is, very hands-on and active process. Uh, or maybe you're going to um, get it to be a little cash machine and then just replace yourself. But it's not going to have a whole system of people and um, systems underneath of it, but that you could bring one person in and replace yourself and have it continue to be a cash machine. Or maybe your business is strictly a lifestyle choice. So so you're looking at, um, uh, I want to own my own calendar, and I want to choose when I do what. So yes, it has an impact on my income and my energy, but it's not the bottom line for it. And um, uh, but it, I do have an expectation of some return because let's face it, it is a business, right? It's not a hobby and it's not a uh, charity. It's it's something that is you know for you to be compensated for your time. So so the unpacking door it doesn't have to be huge. It just we just want to get really clear on what it is, and then how does that fit into where you're headed? Okay. Okay. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, good question, though. Um, does anybody else have any questions about this? Hi, Sue. I was just wondering what you meant by how do you offer it? How do you offer it? So um, are you doing um, uh, private one-on-one -on -one calls? So, for instance, with the CEO Club, the way I offer this is we have a monthly group call. We have a monthly private call. We have um, a live, um, a two-day live training, and that's how I offer this. Okay. Oh, so like the delivery of it. Okay. Yeah. Just making sure. Thank you. Yeah. And so in in mine with the bookkeeping now, that means that I have staff involved in it as well, right? Um, and so you you want to think through, you know, who are all the players in how you're delivering what you deliver. Because if you have staff that are a part of it, um, it's again, it's going back to that bandwidth because now there's an additional cost to that, right? And how does it, how does that play out um, as we go into the bigger picture? Anybody else have another question? I know I put a lot of um, terminology in that last little part. Um, so the wealth building um, cycle, when I bring up that word wealth building, I guess it's two words. Um, <laughs> does anything come up for people? Because I know sometimes that word can just, people just tune right out on it. Oh, love it. <laughs> okay. Good, good. All right. Um yeah, because that's a big piece of the becoming the CEO is that um you want to make sure that all of what you're doing, your time, your energy, your money, the investment that you're making is driving you towards that bigger picture. And so as the CEO, you're it's being able to take that step back. Um mm -hmm. And having the capacity to look at the whole big picture. So 
some days we're in the trenches, right? Some days we're in the delivery, we're in the fulfillment, we're in the um, the marketing, we're in whatever the actual on the ground is. And then some days it's stepping back to look at the bigger picture of, okay, am I still on track for where I'm headed? Like the the plans that we put together for your business, you can then take a step back with that same process and do your whole um, life picture, right? Because just like we just discussed, the business mm-hmm. is but one piece. Um, and so when you're looking at um, where you want to get to and by when, when it comes to your finances, um, what are the parts and pieces that you need to have in place? And so for some of you, we've been really focused on getting cash flow um, solid. For some of you, we've been working on putting your assets to work in some new ways so that they go to work for you instead of you always working for the money, right? And so for and for others of you, we're looking at your systems. You know, what are the systems that you need to have in place um, so that you're not doing all the work? You know, who's your support team? And what are the parts that they play based on where you're going? And the bookkeeping that comes along every month is kind of that little thermometer that we check in with that lets us know whether we're on track or not. So when you think about your bookkeeping, do you have questions about how to best use that bookkeeping or are you feeling comfortable about how you're using it? Well, as you know, Deborah, I still get a little confused about it, but I'm getting better. And I I know one of my questions is, is how do I balance what my numbers say from, like, what Shanda teaches about, like, just you have to step forward first and then the money will come. <clears throat> you know what I mean? Like that whole concept. That, that's a really good question. So um, so part of what Shanda's um, sharing with you is uh, a method of making a decision, okay? And it's all about commitment. Let's try and find some notes here that I have on. Um, so um, basically what you're looking at is making a decision with um, confidence based on where you want to go. Okay, so from a business perspective, if you're looking at investing in a training, um, then you're looking at, okay, where, how does this training fit into my big picture of where I want to go? Right. Like and what's my expected going, return on investment? Right. So she's, so she's pushing hardcore endurance again, and I would like to do it, and I and that's like a very specific example of how do I decide? Well, um, the decision is um, based on your what what you think you're going to get in the return of that process, mm-hmm. and does it fit in with the big picture of where you want to go um, financially in the next year? Mm-hmm. So if you truly believe that what you will learn during that process for you will support you in achieving the goals that you're looking at achieving in your company, right. then that's what you're making the decision based on. Mm-hmm. But here's here's the other side of that, right? 
now what you're doing is you're making a commitment to actually generate the revenue right. that will make that happen. Right. So it, it's 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 um it's that commitment of no matter what, right? Right. It's it's the um I do believe that this will help me make it make um actually achieve the goals that I have set. And so I'm going to invest in this process because it'll move me closer to where I want to get to. Right. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's why it's so important to create a plan to so that you can make those decisions in light of the plan. Right? right. Because there's lots of um what we call shiny objects out there, right? There's lots of fabulous programs, there's lots of fabulous systems, there's lots of fabulous um, marketing tools, there's all kinds of places that we can invest our time, money, and energy. And you always want to be making a decision based on the plan that you have of where you want to go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's a good question. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Um, what else? Anybody else have a question like that? In using your your numbers to make decisions? I think that one of the the things that um that I see a lot of um in this group is that um there's a worry that um There's a worry that the numbers aren't taking you where you want to go or that you're not sure how to tweak them. And um, again, I'll go back to the baby in the bathwater analogy. What's really important along the way is that you're only trying to shift or tweak one or two things at a time and then see what the results are and then go again. Because if you if you do too much all at once, you'll never know what was the one piece that helped the shift. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. I think that um, um, too often we want things to go really quickly, and sometimes they can go really quickly. So it doesn't have to be a long time. But you always want to give, um, uh, pull your tracking apart to the nth degree as many times as you can so that that will inform what you're doing next. Like, for instance, um, uh, if things shift and change and you're okay with the change, then you can look at another piece and go, okay, well, now I'd like to tweak this other part in order to get my numbers where I want them to to be. Um, Typically, if you're you're dealing with... um, um, staffing, you want to make sure that your margins are in place uh, for the company as a whole. If you're dealing with um, systems, you want to make sure that your um, uh, return on investment from that system has a time frame to it because all systems eventually either get old or they break down, right, and they, they require maintenance. So when you're looking at developing systems or investing in systems, you want to make sure that you've also built in that the return is a fast enough time frame 
in order for you to stay current with it. And then um, um, when it comes to investments, and I'm I'm coming out of the business and saying, okay, now with my cash, where am I going to infuse my cash? Um, you can infuse it back into your business. That's an investment. Or you can infuse it into something else. And again, it's that looking at, you know, where is that going to take me in the bigger picture of my um, of my business? Okay. So I, I know I'm getting into, the, into some of this wealth conversation because that's a big piece of what we're going to do um, in our two days, and we haven't really talked about it very much in these calls because our these calls have been a lot more focused on. Um, um, moving forward, getting that day-to-day client and income going exactly how you would like it to go. Um, but um, it's it's one of the pieces that, as the CEO of your financial picture, you want to be thinking through. Okay. Right. So let me go back to... Um, um, the steps that um, of what it is that we're we're going to do with those two homework exercises that I gave you. So um, you're looking for that ultimate outcome that your clients experience with you. That's those 30 things, right? Um, and you want to be um, breaking that down as much as you can. And that's why the number 30 is there. So you have uh, as many as possible. Um, and then I want you to think about all of those things that you do and how you deliver them. And as you're doing that, I want you to think about when you're um, uh, doing what you're doing, what are the elements of, of why, why you're doing what you're doing? In other words, um, when you do your um, program, what are the parts and pieces of that program that you want your client to go through. So is that like a step one, two, three, or is it uh, it just there's four pieces, but they don't really build on each other. They just line up side by side. Um, That's what I want you to think about. When you list all your benefits, are you so if I had multiple programs, am I listing it across all my programs or the 30 benefits for each of the different programs I do if they were different? No, I would do 30 um, for all of your programs. And then when you step into the um, listing all the things that you do, then I want you to break those down by the elements of what each of your programs is about. So list all the benefits of all the different kinds of things that I do, then go list all my programs, mm-hmm. and then how do I tie those benefits if they're not the same to the different programs? I'm a little confused on that. You don't need to tie them together. So oh, so the 30 things is an exercise for for you understanding all the things that you do for your clients. Okay, It doesn't matter what program they're in. What What is it that you do for people when they work with you? Oh God! And then, and then the other thing is, um, how do you deliver 
what it is that you do. So those are all the ways that you make money with what you do. Okay? And in those, what are the elements? In other words, what are the strategies? What are the services? What are maybe the techniques that they're getting in each of those things that you're doing for them? Okay? Got it. Okay. Sounds good. Okay. And um and then what we're gonna do, we're gonna we'll do some more work around the pricing of all of that. Um in in uh, the workshop, and then when I work with you in November, we're going to break that down into the systems for you, and make sure that um, you then have your you're able to package and price and and get it out the door for the, either the rest of this year or definitely into 2015. Are we going to be working on packaging and pricing next week at the um, at the event? Yes. Okay. Perfect. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. Um, okay. And um, okay. So we have about ten more minutes, and I just want to walk through one more exercise. I'm going to ask you um, some questions, and I just want you to write the questions down. And um, and this is all around your pricing and you're thinking about pricing, okay? And then um and then as you're doing your um your homework, you can reflect on how you answer these questions, all right? So from a place of um pricing, when I charge what I'm worth, I and then finish the sentence. Hello? Does Hello? that make sense? Can you hear it? Yeah. Did you hear me? Yep. Yep. You got it, Ricardo? No. Okay, I'm going to ask it again. When I charge what I'm worth, I... And then finish the sentence. In order to charge what I'm worth, I have to believe... Okay. What I value about what I charge is and finish the sentence. What I value. What I value. What I value about what I charge is. And then the next one is, by valuing these things, I am free to, and finish the sentence. Okay. And then we'll do that. We'll we'll take that a little bit further the next time we work together.
Okay. All right. What else? Do I have a question that is less money-based and more Sue-based? Um, I am just wondering, like, with the emails that I'm sending to my list, now that I just told them about the program in my last newsletter, mm-hmm. what is kind of like, how should I be talking about the program or what? I'm trying to think about, like, I don't want it to just be email after email with just the program. Does that make sense? So kind of yeah. like what should I be trying to move them through or bring them to or like what should be my mental process in sharing this program with them for the next month or two? So um, that's a great question. And that list of 30 things is going to help you. So okay. part of what you're going to be sharing with them is um, uh, so, Javora, this could be stories. You know, <laughs> what are some what are some stories of either people you have worked with who have experienced results or mm-hmm. stories you yourself have had and um, and the results? And those are the kinds of things that will happen in that class when they participate. Um, you want to, um, um, in your marketing, you want to lift up the need, right? So... Why does somebody want to participate in this course? What are their points of um, of pain, uh, discomfort, or frustration, or mm-hmm. you know the problem? And if you can identify two or three of those, and each one is a different email, right? So it's okay. it's um, you're kind of educating as you go. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Mhm. And you know these these exercises um that we're doing um around pricing and around um that thing that you do uh is also a process of gathering language whether it's your language whether it's your client's language um but language that will help you in your marketing materials but also help you in your website. You know, the the kind of language, uh, just like we talked about the testimonials, right? It's the, what is the word that someone would hear, and you never know which one it was, right? But you want to have as many as possible out there so that as your ideal client is reading your emails or is um, researching you on the Internet, that that language is there that attracts them to you. Okay. Okay, so bring your homework to the retreat if you're coming. Um and uh have um have your homework ready when we get those um recordings posted out on the Facebook group. And um and then uh I will look forward to working with each of you from there. All right. Awesome. Thanks, Sue. Uh-huh. And uh, I'll look forward to seeing those of you that are going to be here on uh, on Thursday. Oh, and for those of you who are definitely going to go to Glacier Park with us on Saturday, can you just let um, me know so we can make those uh, travel arrangements? Perfect. Thank you.
Nelson. All right. Bye, everybody. All right. Have a good day. You too.